Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and God bless you. God bless you one and all. We're so happy that we have the opportunity to come together again in the name of the Lord, in his presence, surrounded by the love of God in his word. Amen. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Internet Church an international internet church. And we meet on the internet every Wednesday and Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America and whatever time that happens to be where you are. And on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the USA and whatever time that happens to be where you are. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thanks for the sound check. We want to invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is not like other chat rooms that you've experienced. Our chat room is holy. Amen. Our chat room is holy. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracle internetchurch.com. When the page comes up, if you're on a computer or a a tablet, across the banner, it'll say MIC Radio Chat. Click that link, and when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes again, type in your name, one of those that are on your birth certificate. Excuse me. And your message to the saints, and the saints will respond in kind. Amen? Praise the Lord. Send your greeting, and they'll send their greeting to you. So we welcome you in the name of the Lord. If you happen to be on a cell phone, uh, use your browser to locate MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, you'll know it has a, a bluish purple background with uh, pretty pictures. Amen. When when the page comes up, uh, across the top, you'll see three white dashes or three white lines on a black background. Click the three white lines. It opens up all the other links, and you can go down the page and find MIC Radio Chat. Click that and follow the instructions that you just heard. Amen. We encourage everyone uh, to avail themselves to the chat room because much information is there for the saints and for the members of the ministry. And it is a method of participating, active participation in the service. Amen. Active participation in the service. So we want to thank you for joining us in Jesus' name. And uh, we uh, we want to do some praying tonight, saying there's another storm out in the ocean, but 
The Lord will take care of that. And I am certain that uh, there are needs in the membership, and we're going to pray in the spirit concerning those. Amen? Praise God. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus. We want to thank you for being our protection and our protector. We thank you for Psalm 91, Lord. We thank you for every promise that it gives. We thank you, Lord, that we're being taken care of and watched over and shielded and guarded from much of what goes on in the world today. You don't want us ignorant of Satan and his devices, but you don't want us in the fray of every frick-frack that goes on either. We thank you, Lord, for the peace of God. We thank you for the Prince of Peace who keeps our hearts and minds in perfect peace when our minds are stayed on him. We want to thank you, Lord, for the blessings that this uh, time of seeking you has brought. It's brought another level of peace, another level of serenity and comfort, and we want to thank you for it, Lord. We want to thank you for your shield surrounding us, and we give you praise because of what you're doing on our behalf. As we continue to seek you, Lord, we ask you to reveal to us uh, methods that we should use in spiritual warfare when under attack, what we ought to do, when we ought to do it, what we ought to look for, and what we ought to be aware of. We want to thank you, Father. Sometimes the enemy makes it his business to catch the saints unaware. So we thank you, Father, that you not only watch over us, but you keep us alert to enemy attack in the name of Jesus Christ. As that wicked season approaches, Lord, we lift up to you all those young people that will be running to our front doors wanting candy because that's what they want. And I pray for the saints, Lord, that they will be protected in the name of Jesus Christ. And that as they hand out the treats, that the tracks will go with them. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for that, Father, in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you that we will at least be able to plant a seed into the hearts and lives of many of those young persons in Jesus' name. You know, Lord, it's it's difficult in this world, to find much information for young, very young people on the word of God and in relation to demonic holidays. But those tracks are excellent for bringing that subject matter to the forefront. So we want to thank you, Lord, that you'll be standing right there with every saint as they pass out the treat and the special literature. We want to thank you, Lord, and we ask you in advance to bless those tracks and bless those those, uh, sweets in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless them, put your grace upon them so that they go very, very far. Amen? Very, very far, even into the hearts of the adults. So we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We want to thank you, Lord for the harvest of souls that will come in 
as a result of our contribution. We want to thank you, Lord, for the grace that will accompany each of those tracks and that candy, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that as they approach our door, that you will release your grace in their lives, that they might come to Christ, even if not right now, sometime in their near future, Lord. It's important that children come to understand how important God is and that God is everywhere and that God can protect them and that God can keep them safe. That's very important, Lord. It's extremely important in our day. So, Father, we want to thank you for the grace, for the love, for the demeanor that we will have when the when they come. We thank you for the kind and loving words that they will hear. And we put them in your hands, Father. We put them in your hands right now in Jesus' name. We ask that you protect them and that you keep harm from coming to them. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. Their lives are so precious and unique, not just precious to you, but precious to all of us. So those precious treasures, those precious treasures, we want to thank you for blessing them and for directing them in paths of righteousness for your namesake. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Father, right now we want to lift up some missionaries to you. And they are. Uh, Many of them are citizens of the U.S. And they've gone into other countries to do a work for you. And their bodies have come under attack because of the evil one. Father, Father, we ask that you heal their bodies, that you shield their bodies in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, to strengthen them and to teach them in greater detail how to do proper spiritual warfare, Father, in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We raise the shield of faith around them. Amen. I want to thank you, Lord, for uh, for rejuvenating them, for giving them a second wind and a fresh breath and a fresh anointing that they might carry forth the word that you have to change lives, Father, in Jesus' name. It is so important for them to maintain their position because they have strategic positions in your kingdom. They have strategic positions in your kingdom. 
They're doing the work, Lord, that many of us are not able to go and do. So we lift them up in prayer to you. Regardless of what country they are in, we ask you to keep them from danger, Father. We ask you to give them an alert mind, aware of what is going on. We ask you to release additional angels to them in Jesus' name. We ask that you supply all of their needs. Some of them have even been captured uh, by enemy soldiers, Father. Some will give their lives while they're fencing the gospel to those who need to hear it, Lord. Some of them are in very, very, very dangerous places, Lord. And we ask that you release your mercy to them. Release your grace. Release your power. Release your angels, your warring angels. We surround them with the wall of fire, with your glory in the midst, Father. And we thank you that the enemy can do them no harm. No weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper, and every tongue that has risen against them in judgment, we condemn it now in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over those tongues that release curses against them, that all the rituals that are done, all the blood sacrifices that are done, all the occult activity that is done to hinder them, and to thwart them, and to stop them, and to bring them down. Father, hold them up by your mighty power. Hold them up by your mighty power, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let them know that you are right there in their midst, right in their midst, Father. They are never alone. You are always there. And no matter what the enemy has planned for them, And his devices we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. His strategies we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. His agendas we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. It will not be tolerated by the kingdom of God. For as it is in heaven, so it is on earth. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us power and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt them. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We trust them into your hands, Lord. We ask you to bless them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. We ask you, Lord, whatever is out of line in their bodies, that you touch them and bring it into line, Father. Whatever malnutrition or or lack of immunity they may have, Father, that you'll handle it. Your your grace is sufficient for them. Whatever deficiencies are in their bodies, Lord, that your grace is sufficient for them. Your power is made perfect in them in their weakness. We bind any disease state that would attempt to attack, attack their body. We forbid it to attack. We send it back where it came from. Every attack, every voodoo pen, all the voodoo dolls, 
all the wicked spears, all the hexes, all the vexes, all the dances of the shamans. Rike de la brisha de Dios sola de Dios sola de Dios cor quizata rumba baba brukun de brisha de Dios cor casa la bre rumke de la brisha de Dios sola de Dios cor quizata rike de la brosa de Dios sola de Dios cor quizata la bre rike de la brosa all the kidnappings are bound in the name of Jesus all the kidnappings are bound in the name of Jesus Christ erikisate rike de all the voodoo darts Go back where they came from in the name of Jesus. Every weapon that the enemy has used against them, we send it back against the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, for wrapping them up in the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus our Lord. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you for them. Help them, Lord. As they share the gospel, they many of them share the gospel at great risk to their lives. Many of them have become school teachers in in schools in places where there are no teachers. They're teaching young people to read and to write and to do math so that they can grow up and become productive members of their society, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you that some of them will become missionaries too. Father, we thank you for those that go out in the medical uh, vein of this situation. They go out to do medical work, Father, where bombs are being dropped in Jesus' name, where attacks are taking place, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask that you protect them, Lord. And we ask, Father, that you give them the equipment that they need to do the surgical procedures that are needed to help the people, Father, in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, for supplying all the instrumentation, all the know-how, all the extra things that we don't necessarily know about that they need in order to do the job that they are committed to do. We ask that you bless their families back home as they go out in your name, Father. Oh, that you keep them safe and well. We want to thank you for that, Father. We want to thank you for that. We ask, Father that whatever needs they may have, that you find a saint somewhere, a person somewhere, that cares enough to listen to you and to do what you ask. We thank you and we ask you to bless those that will be obedient to your call, Father, in Jesus' name. And we give you praise. We want to thank you, Father, for your goodness. We want to thank you for your goodness to the children of men. Thank you. We give you praise for your goodness, Father. Praise for your goodness. We thank you, Father, that hope renewed brings freedom in life. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our shepherd. Even when we are called upon to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
We will fear no evil, for you are always with us. Your rod and your staff bring comfort to us. You are the God of all hope, Father, and we will find our hope in you. Simply expressing this to you in prayer lifts the hopelessness that many have been feeling. Thank you, Lord God. We confess the anxiety, the fear, the depression, the hopelessness that many are experiencing. In so doing, we express their desire to forsake it and to put it behind them forever. Thank you for lifting us and them from the miry clay and setting our feet upon the solid confidence of your word. With your help, we nor they will give in to anger or depression any longer. Instead, we make the commitment to hope and to trust implicitly in you. Lord God, through your grace, we all will trust in you with all of our heart, and we will endeavor never to lean unto our own understanding again. In all of our ways, we will acknowledge and submit ourselves to you, and we know that you will indeed direct our path. You are the God of our strength, Father. There is never a reason for any of us to mourn or to be depressed because of the enemy's oppression. Instead of giving in to to depression and hopelessness, Lord, we will come to you because you are our exceeding joy. Setting our will towards you, Father, we will praise you at all times. Through faith in your word, we thank you for setting us free. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. You know, sometimes, Lord, we can't see because we haven't looked far enough. We have not waited in your presence for you to open our eyes so that we can. So, Father, we repent to want an answer, so quick to want an answer, that we don't stay in your presence long enough to receive what you have for us. Thank you, Father, for helping us to overcome that weakness in Jesus' name. Lord, we're wearing your armor. We're wearing your armor. Our loins are girt about with the spirit of truth. We have on the breastplate of righteousness. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We have taken up the shield of faith so that we'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We're wearing the helmet of salvation, and we have taken the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We're covered with the blood of Jesus Christ, and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you, Lord, for your word. You are a shepherd, and we will not want. You've supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. You've given us the privilege of walking in divine health, and you are our God who heals all of our diseases. And by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we have been healed. Amen. So 
So we release the word of God forth out of our mouth that it might go forth and produce the fruit that you intended, Father. Produce the fruit that you intended. For whatsoever things are true and whatsoever things are honest and whatsoever things are just and whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely and whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, we think on these things. Amen. We think on these things. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their evil powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic digital technology demons in their attacks, Leviathan spirits in their attacks, brainwashing and kundalini spirits in their attacks, water and marine spirits in their attacks, sex devils in their attacks, unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits, all sorcery devils in their attacks, all seducing and womanizing spirits and whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the strangers, the charmer and the seducer in their attacks, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, all targeted radio frequency pulse weapon in their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, technopaganism, and mind control by the occult, Force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse weapons, radiation attacks, microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. That's right. We bind you and return you to sender in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over 5G and all of those components, and we bind anything coming against us as a weapon from outer space, as we call it, the blood of Jesus returning to sender in Jesus' name, not only from outer space, but from any satellite and from any station that is planted on a satellite in the name of Jesus Christ. And from any beams being sent from outer space or from any uh, planet in Jesus' name. 
and from all cell towers, from all receptors from such for such beings, from all cell towers, and through our electronic devices, in Jesus' name. We want to thank the Lord. He's great and worthy to be praised. Amen. Amen. We want to bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attack, mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, Malaysian, Chinese, Japanese, Afghanistan, Spanish, French, Italian, Sicilian, Brazilian, Indonesian, Yarko Filipino, Rosada de Brishala de Yosunda Bri, Yarki Haladiola Leondro Brosa de Yosuda, Rukatere, will you take authority, dominion, and power over all global cabals? In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind each one and send it into the spiritual cage in the name of Jesus Christ to go to the feet of Jesus to be judged. We bind up all their activities, all their plans, all their agendas in the name of Jesus. So we bind up every coven of witches, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, diviners, and pagans, and liars in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them in Jesus' name. We forbid their operations to continue. We halt their operations in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every group that's a part of the globalist elite, that's a part of the Illuminati, each one of those individual organizations, and their plantings in Jesus' name. We bind their plantings and uproot them in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We want to thank the Lord for what he's doing. We want to thank the Lord for un- for revealing and uncovering the works of the enemy in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, and we ask you to continue to unveil, to reveal, and to uncover all such evil works that are being done on the earth. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the earth and they that dwell therein. We thank you, Father. For all of those who are filled with and governed by God the Holy Spirit. We take authority, dominion, and power over any group or any mindset that would think it can control and manipulate the lives of human beings. In Jesus' name, we send those very wickednesses back where they came from in Jesus' name. We return it where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. All tormenting witchcraft, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus. All plans for complete takeover of the globe, we bind in Jesus' name and send it back against the ones that are conjuring it up in the name of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over any blood sacrifices that may be giving them power with Satan in the name of Jesus Christ. Power belongs to God, and we take all of the power from the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ, and we transfer it to the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we want to thank you that Jesus' name is greater than any other name. It is a name above every name, not only in this world, but in the world to come. 
We thank you, Lord, that there is nothing the enemy can do that God doesn't see and know about. So we want to thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over the illegal manipulation of the weather from the satellites in Jesus' name. We bind the works of the enemy. We bind the machinery. We bind the know-how. We bind the cover-up. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind the cover-up in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for letting us know once again from the satellite view how they're manipulating the weather in the name of Jesus Christ. May their wickedness come upon them unawares in Jesus' name. May it overtake them, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Wickedness proceeds from the wicked, Father. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the sender. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the wickedness and evil from the cities under the sea in the name of Jesus. We bind all the wickedness and evil and ungodliness that takes place in the cities under the sea in Jesus' name. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We thank you, Lord, for shaking and bringing to life the sleeping giant, Father. And we ask that all those who are still asleep, Lord, that you awaken them quickly, Father, in Jesus' name. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind Mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender 
each sender, according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, and sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertain to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender our witchcraft attacks through channeling the satellites and against the website and the app in Jesus' name. Returning to sender, all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and such. All Nigerian witchcraft, African witchcraft, South American witchcraft in Jesus' name. Y'all tribal witchcraft, Chaldean witchcraft, Spanish witchcraft, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, binding all magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding on magic language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, Devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, the Spirit and the Children of Disobedience, Martial Arts, Yoga, Transcendental Meditation, Antichrist Ideologies and Doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic Spirits and Practices, Lewdness, Perversions, the Outworking of Vain Deceit, Death Spirits, Spirits of Destruction, Chaos and Mayhem, Oppression, Depression, Anarchy, Premonition. Clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings and all of the strong men included. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness, send them into the spiritual case and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind all false deities, Isis, On, Osiris, all gods and goddesses. We bind Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Apollyon, Zeus, Neptune, Python, Basilic, Molech, Baal, Beelzebub, Belial, Baphomet, and his 72 in the name of Jesus. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and such. 
and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Amen. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact in the name of Jesus. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and Freemasonry. We bind the rituals of every secret society in the name of Jesus Christ. We we bind the powers or demons that come to attend those ceremonies in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them bound into the cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We want to thank you, Lord, that you've opened our eyes to see things that others do not see. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, their mind control in Jesus' name, and all of their devious ways. We bind the spirit of slumber. We bind the poppy fields in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the sorcery demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Leviathan in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And, Father, we plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over every single traffic stop or traffic light, wherever a saint is, in Jesus' name. We plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over every traffic stop and traffic light, where a saint of God is, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord. And we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Amen. We want to thank you that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin and guilt. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, and transferred to us to disconnect from us now and leave us in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind up any demons coming across the computer lines or through our electronic devices in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, and for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. 
You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Amen. Father, we cover ourselves and our mode of transportation, where, however that may be, with the blood of Jesus Christ, and we take authority, dominion, and power over any interferences in Jesus' name. We thank you for your protection and that the angels that you have dispatched have gone ahead of us protecting us, Father. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority over any demons coming in the night and the day, in our dreams, in our visions, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for the wall that you have placed around us. We break the power of any sharp pain in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull out our fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, anything coming from the enemy's camp, and we returned it. We return it from whence it came in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for that, Lord. We return all evil being sent in the name of Jesus Christ. And we and destroy all ungodly silver cords and ley lines and sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and other, all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down walls of protection around Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, nanotechnology, globalists, shamans, and we, sorcerers and such. We break the power of all of their charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, and curses, all their fetishes, all their psychic thoughts and prayers, all the witchcraft spirits they release, voodoo, magic, mind control, bewitchments, all the death spirits, all the potions, all the sickness, pain, and torment, all the psychic powers and psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, incantations, ungodly blessings, hoodoo crystals, root works, and tribal rituals and sins. We bind all incantations in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We thank you for your protection in our lives. We return to the sender all the spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, judgment, envy, jealousy, wizardry, and sorcery in Jesus' name that have been released against the saints. We send back. Father, we send back uh, to its place of origin all witchcraft coming up against the saints, especially those that they have at one point been um, related to in some manner. Whether it's marriage, or some other way. Every attack must go back. Every attack must go back. Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack. 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 Every attack must go back in Jesus' name. Every attack. Every single attack goes back in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back now, Father, in the name of Jesus. We send every single attack back from its point of origin in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Every single attack goes back to where it came from in the name of Jesus. And we cage the attackers in the name of Jesus. We cage the attackers in the name of Jesus. We break the cages off the saints in the name of Jesus Christ. They're free in Jesus' name. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And we send that cage back, back to those that would uh, encage a saint in the name of Jesus. We send the cages back. Every cage goes back. Every cage goes back. Every cage goes back in the name of Jesus Christ. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We take hold of our sound mind in the name of Jesus Christ. We claim it by faith, and we walk in it every single day in the name of Jesus. We destroy every cage around every saint of God in Jesus' name. We destroy every cage erected by the enemy over a saint of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And we send it back from whence it came in the name of Jesus. We handcuff the agent that sent it in Jesus' name. We handcuff the agent that sent it in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you to release your warring angels. Pulling down walls. Walls of hindrance. Commanding them to fall in Jesus' name. Just as the walls of Jericho fell flat, I command these walls to name. Commanding the walls to fall now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the saints of Miracle Internet Church that their lot will fall in pleasant places in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen. Binding all spirits of bondage, returning them to the sender in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. And we release the fire of God upon God's people of Miracle Internet Church in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your goodness. Breakthrough! Breakthrough! Breakthrough in Jesus' name. 
Uri sila de dio kurra ki. E mama mama baruko de brisha la de dio sola da dia. E ruguri sita da brisha. Runge de brisha la de dio kurra kala la de ada da brosha la de dia. Ruka de brosha la da dio sunda. Re de de dia ru kundo da bri sala la dio sota la bahai. Thank you for our featured song for this evening's worship service, Father, is Psalm 44, and our verse for meditation comes from the previous psalm, Psalm 43, verse 1. Psalm 43, verse 1. Our featured ebook is Christians and Halloween Bible Study, Familiar Spirits. Amen. You might want to brush up on a few things just in case somebody should ask you a question. You'll have a ready answer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Tonight we're going to have a little discussion on this topic. Blessed when God directs. Blessed when God directs. So if you'll join me in Psalm 37. Psalm 37, verse 23. Psalm 37 and verse 23. Psalm 37 and verse 23. Blessed. I'll get to that in a minute. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered not by the man, not by his wife, not by his children, by his boss, not by the prevailing circumstances. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are not ordered by fear. They are not ordered by panic. They are not ordered by emergency necessarily. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are not ordered by trial. They are not ordered by tribulation. They are ordered by the word of God. They are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. Amen? Amen. Amen, saints. Praise the Lord. Amen. We need to remember that. Because sometimes we get in the middle of something and we forget who's actually supposed to be giving the order. Blessed are the flexible, for they shall not get bent out of shape. Blessed are the flexible. For they shall not get bent out of shape. Saints, we need some flexibility. Well, it's the ability to bend without breaking, just like a palm tree in a hurricane. Bend with the wind, but not break. Amen? Not stiff or rigid. Easily bent to the will of God. Adjustable to change of modification. Elastic. Softening. 
tempered, lessening, alteration, change in initial plan. Few adults, saints, are really flexible. Schedules and plans are almost chiseled into stone with very little, if any, room for the spontaneity of the Holy Spirit. That's right. Schedules and plans are almost chiseled into stone with very little, if any, room for the spontaneity of the Holy Spirit. In some ways, this kind of structure is needed, but in other ways, we need to become more pliable, more open-hearted, more spur of the moment. So God is clearly saying to his saints, that we need to loosen up a little bit because he's got some flexing he wants to do. We need to loosen up a little bit. We're a little too tight, a little too rigid. We need to we need to have some give. Amen, that's what he's calling for. And I think we understand by what has been explained already that he's wanting it from us. He isn't talking to somebody that doesn't know anything about us. He's talking to us. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, Jesus revealed this when he was explaining to a Jewish leader named Nicodemus the effects of spiritual rebirth. So, let's go to the Gospel of John, chapter 3 and verse 8. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 8. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 8. Amen? The Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You say, well, that sounds strange. Not necessarily. The Lord was explaining that those who are born of the Spirit should also be born by the Holy Spirit. Yes, saints. We are to be carried through life by the strong wind of his purpose. You have seen a kite fly in the air. Whether or not it was tethered uh, on a string or some yarn or whatever, and there was somebody on the ground directing. Well, he was saying that the saint of God is to be borne up by the wind of the Holy Spirit, to be taken where we need to be when we need to be there, to do God's will, his plan, his purpose. Amen? So, saints, we are to allow 
God to bear us up on the wind of the Holy Spirit to do just that. Some of us, unfortunately, come from backgrounds where we learn to be extremely rigid in our thinking and believing. And some of us, unfortunately, are not all that open to the Holy Spirit doing in us what he wants to do the way he wants to do it, especially if it does not fit within our tradition. You know, it's like some persons that have gone to uh, more um, liturgical churches, I'll call them, and when they come into contact with Pentecostalism, they don't know what to do. They freeze up. They're afraid somebody's going to walk over to them and say something. And the Holy Spirit is trying to get them to chill out so he can actually accomplish what he wants to do there. You know, there's some people, when you're leading them in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they just freeze. They're so self-conscious that they find it difficult to relax and allow God to do what he's doing, some agenda or some instructions they need to follow other than this, relax, take a deep breath, and whatever is in you, let it come out. As easy and simple as that is, they find it difficult because they're accustomed to some sort of structure that doesn't allow them to do it. Their brain says, no, you can't do that. And God is saying, I need you to do that. So the Lord is telling us tonight that he needs us to loosen up. He needs us to allow for some things we otherwise would not allow for, and it will be him. It's not your flesh. It's not the devil. It will actually be God. And we're going to look at an example of that um, in a few minutes. All right? Amen. So, for this promise to come to pass in our lives, three more conditions must also be fulfilled and honored. Amen? For us to be born on the wind of the Holy Spirit for God's purposes, there are three more conditions that we've talked about before that need to be met. So join me in Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. I know your Bible automatically falls to the page, but you're already there. Amen? Amen. Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Condition number number two. First, we've got to loosen up and allow God to have his way with us. Next condition, we must trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Next condition, we must not lean unto our own understanding. The scripture says, and lean not. Don't place your weight on. 
Don't depend on your own understanding. But in all thy ways, acknowledge him. That's right. And he shall direct thy path. He does the directing. That means you don't do the directing. Amen. So those are the conditions that are necessary. We might we need to allow God to have his way in us. You know, there's some people that hinder their own deliverance because when we're calling spirits out, they do everything but what we tell them to do. We tell them to take a deep breath first and then cough from their gut, and they do absolutely, positively everything except what we tell them to do. That doesn't bring the best results, thing. Amen? When we tell you to cough from your gut, it does not mean cough from your throat. Amen? Praise the Lord. You know, cooperation is an important word in the kingdom of God. Amen. So, the question comes about, have you ever been facing a 12-hour delay on an international flight. Have you ever? Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever had an extended delay on an international flight? You know, if you miss an international flight, you might end up staying where you are uh, several days beyond what you had planned because depending on where you're going and where you are, there isn't always schedule for that day or the next day. And when we go to countries um, that uh, <laughs> that don't, um, you know, some people have gone on a vacation to some country on the other side of the globe from where they live. And they think that the airport and the plane schedules are just like the ones from back home. And they have this shocking revelation that that's not necessarily so. There isn't another plane to come along and take you where you need to go. I can remember on one of uh, my trips to, uh, to Ghana with Pastor Pat, uh, I needed to come home to go to work. Well, it so happens they uh, triple book every flight, and they do it all the time and think nothing of it. So when I got to the airport, there was no place for me to be seated on a plane because they triple book every single plane, every single flight. So I had to find a way um, to call my employer here in in Jacksonville to say, I'm not going to be back when I said I was coming back. And the reason is uh, I'm I'm in Ghana, West Africa, and they don't have another flight out for two or three more days. And I think I sent an email. Uh, So when um, my supervisor got it, (laughs) 
and I, it kind of blew him away. He knew I was taking a few days off, some time off to go on vacation, and he knew the proposed time that I said I would return. But when I uh, informed him that where I, where I was, they didn't, it's not like JFK. There's not another flight going out 15 minutes later. And I went, oh, well. And so that's how things like that happen. But you know when you are in God's will, in God's timing, things work right. Praise God. God wasn't ready for me to live, leave Ghana just yet. Amen. So, since some of you have never had that privilege of being in a foreign land, not able to get home, see, it turns out, well, I made it home. Amen. In that case, most likely you will be tempted to become quite annoyed by the intrusion on your itinerary. And an itinerary? Yes, an itinerary is a detailed plan or outline for an intended journey. In such a dilemma, would you grumble? Would you complain? Or you have another alternative, you know. Or would you ask the Lord? what he wants you to do. Well, I caught a cab. That's what I did. Though you may be frustrated by the delay, yet you may discover that God is actually in the delay. God is actually in the delay. There are some delays that have happened in the lives of believers that have been orchestrated by God. You see, every delay does not mean denial. Because you have to wait for an answer from God does not not mean that he is ignoring you and refusing to answer your question. I know some of you are shocked. Because you thought that if God didn't answer right then, if God doesn't answer right then, then it's something wrong, and I and, and it's just something wrong, and I don't know what it is, and 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 I need to, I need to pull my hair out. I would suggest you leave your hair in place. You're going to need it. Amen. Leave your hair in place. Don't don't mess with it. Don't bother it. Shampoo it, of course. Condition it, but don't pull it out. Amen. You might get a little antsy, you know, a little jumpy. I would suggest that you go back to your peaceful composure and just wait on God. Amen? Amen. In such a case, The wind of heaven is blowing, and God is ordering your steps. The wind of heaven is blowing, and God is ordering your steps. You can sit there and pout, or you can let go and let God have his way. You can sit there and fume and pout and demand and all of those other tactics you try to manipulate God with. 
can have a crying fit if you see fit. It's not going to help, and it's not going to change the circumstances. Or you can calm yourself, just like children do. You can calm yourself, focus on God, worship him, and go about daily life, waiting for him in peace. Amen. Must you? I have a question. God wants an answer. Must you be in control all of the time? You know, lordship means that he's in control and not you. That's the essence of lordship. He's running the show. You are not. Amen. Now, saints, I cannot promise you that God's interruption in your carefully scheduled agenda will be the same as can guarantee this. When you yield to God, you will be in his will, and your steps will be in his order. Very important. So we're going to visit Acts chapter 10 for a little while. We're going to visit Acts chapter 10. And while you're turning there, I'm going to tell you a few things. Amen. During the time these events of these events, the gospel had been primarily preached to the Jews. The church was maintained by Jews for the Jews. However, the time had arrived. The set time had come when God desired to take the gospel to the Gentiles. God shifted gears. He was ready to take the gospel to the Gentiles. So in Acts chapter 10, verse 1, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion. He was a military leader of the band called the Italian Band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms. He gave charity. He gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. God hath remembered them. It made a difference to God. And now, here come the instructions. Some of us are so overwhelmed by whatever manifestation or lack thereof God produces, we, we can't hold on to the instructions, but the instructions 
or why the angel showed up. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodges with one Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. And when the angel which spake unto Cornelius was departed, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually. So this this devout soldier was evidently one of his bodyguards. And when he had declared all these things unto them, he sent them to Joppa. On the morrow, on the next day, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. And he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. Okay, you're hungry, you want to eat, but God, God has an interruption here. God has an interruption. And he and saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending upon him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth. Wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the air. I guess it looked like a live zoo coming down in a sheet from heaven. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, Not so, Lord. Peter determined it was the Lord talking to him. Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. In other words, and I'm not going to eat this now either. And the voice spake unto him again the second time. What God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. This was done thrice. It was done three times. And the vessel was received up again into heaven. Amen. So God had a plan going on here. He he had some things to say and some, some things he wanted Peter to understand. God wanted, in verse 11, to save the Gentiles by the gospel. But first, he had to help Peter to understand that he wanted to save the Gentiles. Peter had to come to the knowledge and understanding that saving the Gentiles was actually God's will. And God wanted the church to understand that Gentiles are just as good as as Jews when both are cleansed from sin. Verse 12. 
God wanted Peter and the early church to clearly understand that there is no distinction in races in Christ. God wanted Peter and the early church to clearly understand that there is no distinction in the races in Christ. So, now in verse 17, now while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate and called and asked whether Simon, surnamed Peter, were lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, and get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing. For I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek, cause wherefore ye are come. Mm-hmm. And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, and one that feareth God and of good report among all the nation of the Jews was warned from God by a, by a holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. Hmm. God's busy here. The Holy Spirit's at work. Then call he them in and lodge them. And on the morrow, on the next day, Peter went away with them, and certain brethren from Joppa accompanied him. Now, let's visit Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. You see, up until that time, the gospel had only gone out to the Jews. But God was now swinging the gates wide open for the Gentiles to come in to the kingdom as well. So, The Holy Spirit had work to do. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male or female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. In other words, what God is saying is, we are not to consider anyone of a different race, of a different societal standing, of a different gender, inferior in the body of Christ. 
We are all one in Christ Jesus. Amen. And some still have not understood that message. Amen. There are still some who claim to be Christians, but they have a problem with a different race of people. They have a problem with people of different uh, societal status. They have a problem with people of the opposite gender in Christ. And they think it is their place to dictate whom is whom and what they ought to be allowed to do. Amen? And if you have not been in Christianity long enough to run into this, let me forewarn you, they are in existence. Amen? Colossians chapter 3, verse 11. Colossians chapter 3, verse 11. Colossians chapter 3, verse 11. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Christ is all and in all. Amen. Christ is all and in all. Amen. Amen. And both races are to make one body in Christ. Both races, both cultures are to make one body in Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. You see, when you walk around thinking that uh, you are the only group that has a hold on God, and those other people, while well, they're just nothing, that does not make for the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, For by one Spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. Some of the Christians, early Christians, were slaves. So whether bond or free, regardless of your societal status or position, we have all been made to drink into one spirit, the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 14. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 14. Speaking of Jesus, for he is our peace, who has made both one, he's made of both cultures now one in Christ, and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh 
the enmity. Even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace. So you see, Peter was talking to God about an ordinance, a commandment of the law that he had been given. You can't eat this because it's unclean. But God was using that example to teach him a new lesson. That And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, came and preached peace to you, which were afar off, and to them that were nigh or close. For through him, through Jesus Christ, we both have access by one spirit, the Holy Spirit, unto the Father. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto and holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for inhabitation of God through the Spirit. You know, um, years after I had, oh, I was out of college by then, and I came in contact with a, a local Jewish community. And so I went to one of their services, to see what their services were like. This was one of these Messianic churches. And it had Jews that had been converted to Christ and some other people there. And I was just happened to be visiting. And while I was there, after the service was over, I heard the man that had given the message speak of Gentiles, Gentile Christians, Christians that were not Jews, had never been Jews, in a very negative and disparaging way, to the point that I was offended enough not to ever return. So that spirit is still alive, and it's still working to bring division in the body of Christ. Amen? That spirit is still alive, and it's still working to bring division in the body of Christ. Now, back to Peter in Acts chapter 10. In verse 16, the vessel was let down from heaven and taken up again unto heaven, showing to us clearly that both races, both cultures, came from God, and both cultures would return to God through Jesus Christ. Amen? And in verse 19, and thereafter, God had prepared Cornelius to receive the gospel. Yet God had to deal with Peter 
the Holy Spirit had to deal with Peter to make him willing to obey, even to go beyond his established boundaries to go to the Gentiles because their rule was that they could not affiliate, associate with, eat, nor visit, nor go into the home of a Gentile. And by the leading of the Holy Spirit, Peter had to overcome that barrier to do the will of God. God, the Holy Spirit, worked with both persons to bring his will to pass. And so Peter could no longer think of any Gentile as being inferior. God had a lot of work to do. So in verse 24, and the morrow after they entered into Caesarea, and Cornelius waited for them, and he had called together his kinsmen and near friends. And as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. Now, saints, I know you think that to be strange in our culture of today. But in that day, uh, Cornelius would have done that because he would have thought Peter was some super spiritual person or maybe even an angelic being, because he had been visited by an angel, and that was part of the custom when you went to some great person or some great person came into your presence, you you fell down at their feet and worshipped them. But Peter took him up saying, Stand up, I myself also am a man. In other words, I'm a human being just like you, no different. I'm not a God. I am not a God. I am a man. Verse 27, and as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. And he said unto them, ye know how that it is an unlawful thing. It's against the law for a man that is a Jew to keep company, excuse me, or come unto one of another nation. But God hath showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying, amen, as soon as I was sent for. I ask, therefore, for what intent you have sent for me. And Cornelius said, four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour, I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. And said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thine alms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa, and call hither Simon, whose surname is Peter. 
He is lodged in the house of one Simon a tanner by the seaside. Cometh who when he cometh shall speak unto thee. Now I want you to see clearly that when the angel came, he came days prior to this meeting and he knew exactly where Simon Peter was. He did not use GPS. Amen. He did not use GPS, but he already knew where Simon Peter would be. For all of you who just can't let go of your cell phone. You see, God knows everything all the time, and we should learn to depend on him far more. Amen? Amen. And immediately, therefore, verse 33, I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now, therefore, are we all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God? They came to hear from God, and that's why they showed up. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, see that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Now if the church would get that, the word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, He is Lord of all. That word, I say, ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached and how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before God, even to us, who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and dead, to be the judge of those alive and those who are dead. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive the remission of sin. While yet Peter spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, that would be the Jews, which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. So, saints, tonight, we can see that the Holy Spirit will move us forward according to the will of God if we allow him to. If we will trust the Lord with all our heart, if we will lean not to our own understanding, not to our own will, not to our own way, if we will surrender to his will in all of our ways, God the Holy Spirit will direct our path. Amen? Amen. And that is what God wants us to clearly understand, know, and to do. Amen? That's what God wants us to clearly understand, to know, and to do. And he's been trying to get some of us to do it, and we've been giving God a hard way to go. Amen. We've been giving God a hard time. Why, God, why? When, God, when? If, God, what? And on and on and on and on and on we've been going. So it was necessary to preach this word tonight. God says it's time for you to step to that next level of trust in him and step to it. Don't take all day. He's waiting on you. He's waiting on you to get to the level of trust that he is expecting from you. Amen. That is right. Don't keep him waiting, saints. It's important not to keep God waiting. You might keep a cabbie waiting, but not God. God said it's time for him to move, and uh, your level of faith is presently holding up his program. Let's get on it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Isn't that right, Brother Bill? It sure is, Pastor Sabrina. He's ready to do some marvelous things, and it sounds like he wants to start on Halloween with what you've been saying. Praise the Lord. Are you ready for all these wonderful praise reports, Pastor? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Well, here we go. We have a bunch of them. Viente has a praise report. I put a prayer request last week for knee surgery for MAG, and after I put the prayer request in, it went offline. I got right back on, and my prayer request was gone. I bound the spirit, prayed over it, and put it back in, and the prayer was answered. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Noel has a praise report today. We started school. Though we planned, prayed, we were very excited. The enemy gained a foothold midway through. I rose up yelling like a drill sergeant, (laughs) trying to get things in order. When the light bulb went off that I could not make anyone do anything, I saw that I am not the savior of the day. I lay face flat on the floor, bawling out to God. 
I put a prayer request and focused on maintaining myself in God, not caring if we accomplished any more work. God miraculously redeemed the time. Everything was done, and AK was out the door for sports on time. Praise you, Lord. Joe Hinn has a a praise report. Father, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) that was cute. Joanne has a praise report. She put a prayer request in to look for her CPAC machine and for her breathing mask so she could go to bed, and she put one shortly after. Found it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, Viente has another praise report. Praise the Lord, saints, today. I just had a 23-year-old come to me and ask to receive the Lord into her heart. She went on our website to join the church. We asked everyone to welcome Monica to the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Caroline has a praise report. God, you are awesome. I thank you. You alone do miracles. Today, I had another conversation with an agent, S, while waiting for him to run more tests on my broadband to be connected. I shared about Jesus Christ and told him to get a copy of the standard King James Version Bible to get to know the Holy Spirit. And she goes on to say, um, wow, today I had another conversation with another agent, MI, who took the mobile data and turned it on, and he turned out to be a Jewish believer in a Baptist church. He said he was reading Ephesians. I told him to read chapter 6, and the Holy Spirit told me to give him the MIC radio, and he hung up, and he'll ring next week. Praise you, Lord, for that. Now, AK has a praise report. God keeps showing me messages in the archives to listen to. They keep blessing me. It's good to obey. And JA has a praise report. Father, in Jesus' name, someone tried to kidnap my daughter and her friend. Thank you, God, for letting them escape. They are looking for this man. Please let them find them before he does this to another victim. And I'm in agreement with that prayer request in Jesus' name. Amori has a praise report. There was a suspicious man on my school's campus near the library. Security guards were able to confront the man before he left. He equipped himself with a vest and afterwards went to his car. He drove off in doing so to ensure the security guards followed him off campus. The same man was the one that did kill the men in the general dollar store. And we praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, that nothing happened at that school, that he didn't get more. Thank you, Lord, for that. Now, Gina is praising the Lord for the MIC. Hold on just a second. For those of you who didn't uh, have the opportunity um, to to read the, um, for those of you who didn't have the opportunity uh, to read the uh, FYI that I posted in the chat room, um, we had a situation here in Jacksonville. And there was a Caucasian male who came from Orange Park. He lived with his parents. And it seems a a few years ago he'd had uh, some kind of mental depression. Evidently he'd been deemed fine. And he had one of those AK rifles. I don't know which number it is. I don't remember those kinds of things. But he, he showed up on the school campus because he was intent on shooting and killing some black students. And it so happened that the 
uh, school security guards found him because he was putting on one of those bulletproof vests in case somebody shot back at him. Well, he got run off the campus, you see. And so he went down the street to uh, one of the Dollar General stores that I frequent. And as a lady was driving up in a taxi to let off her fare, he uh, shot and killed the lady that was driving the taxi. The other lady managed to get away somehow because evidently he wasn't such a great shot. He went in the store and he shot and killed one of the male employees, and he also shot and killed another male that had a wife and a child and um, that had come to the store to purchase whatever it was they needed. And um, so I, I placed a few things in the, uh, in the chat room when that happened to let you know what was going on. So this is the situation that our sister posted in uh, in the prayer room and that Brother Bill is referring to now. And after the gunman finished uh, shooting and killing everyone else, he killed himself. He committed suicide. Amen? Go ahead, Brother Bill. Well, saints, the girl that was at the campus she is a member of MIC, and she does spiritual warfare for the for the whole school there. Is the reason that man was not able to overcome them and kill them at the school. I put in earlier today, boot camp for protection. You need to scroll up and get that and learn how to protect yourself and your home, and you will be fine. Let's get back to the praise reports. Gina has a praise report, praising the Lord for the MIC fast. Thank you, Lord, for the twice daily repetitions of the fast scriptures are gradually seeping into my spirit. I finally understand Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. It's not in my intellect anymore. Drop down deeper in my spirit. Thank you, my leadership. Pastor Sabrina, Brother Bill, Brother Marshall, and the Saints, I am so grateful. God bless you all. Now, Denise has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for your accessibility to our pastors. And Pastor Sabrina, teaching us to seek you for answers. I also give you the praise, Lord, that my doctor took me off one prescription and renewed the other dosage of another. This is one of my petitions to the Lord that I eventually get off my prescriptions, if possible, in his time. And thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. What a wonderful praise report. All these are wonderful. Dana has a praise report now. Praise the Lord for his deliverance. Recently, I've been praying regarding the fragmentation of my soul and have been astounded at his goodness of our Heavenly Father. I have been significantly had more peace. I praise you, Lord, for you are worthy of all honor, glory, and praise. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Joanne has a praise report. Nate's car started, and he is on his way. Praise you, Lord. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for the much-needed rain and cooler temperatures. Thank you for the opportunity to evangelize to to Jehovah's Witnesses, for the opportunity to evangelize to some 
individuals on the telephone. Praise you, Lord. Caroline has another praise report. The engineer, today the engineer came and was unable to resolve the issue with the broadband, and his name was any a Muslim. The Holy Spirit told me to tell him that there's only one way, and it's to God is through his son, Jesus Christ, and to get a standard King James and ask him to reveal himself to him and that hell is a real place and he did not want to go there. Well, praise the Lord. She is getting bolder. Praise you, Lord. Give us all boldness to speak. Now, Dagmar has a praise report. Pastor Sabrina prayed for speedy handling of the bankruptcy application that became necessary after all was stolen for us. Long story short, I filed last week on Wednesday. It arrived on Thursday and was processed before court today on Friday. The insolvency admin will finalize all details next Tuesday. Lord, please protect us from any other torment and losses. I just ask for your mercy and thank you, Lord, that you're going to do it. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You're going to help her. And Christine has a praise report. Thank you, mighty Father. God left her left foot is better. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God Almighty. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Now, Dana has another praise report. Praise the Lord for his loving kindness. This is a follow-up to my last praise report regarding the healing and deliverance of our Heavenly Father has been giving me to my fragmented soul. I'm realizing that each day I feel more like my old self from the 20 years ago. My thoughts are much cleaner. I have more energy, vitality, vitality, task don't seem to be taxing, etc. The Lord is absolutely amazing, and I thank him for his marvelous works and that he is doing in my life. Thank you, Jesus, and I bless your holy name. Now, Claudette has a testimony. Thank you, Father, for allowing me to receive a grant from the city to feed the homeless this October. I applied to, to just apply thinking I wouldn't get it, but thank you, Lord. You gave it to me. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Sherry Hill has a praise report. Update on Ruth. She is walking and has no pain or bruising on her hip or leg. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Pastor Sabrina, for interceding. Praise you, Lord. Now, Noel has a praise report for years. A few years ago, God gave me an awesome, miraculous blessing, something only he could do. Fearful of losing it or messing it up, I took over and began to follow my own thoughts. He has let me see the wasted time, money, effort, and the confusion that has come from grasping too tightly and trying to control my life. Thank you, God that you have written the path for me, and all I need to do is just trust you. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Now, M.M. has a praise report. Lord, I thank you for calming the August storms and bringing the the said forthcoming damage from news or not. Thank you for each time the winds hell and rain rose up, they received rebuke and they were sent away thank you for the peace that sustained in this hat in this home and for the sweet sleep and rest provided as stated in your word and kevin has a praise report lord i thank you and praise you and bless your holy name for helping me to pass my exam today 
praise you, Lord. We just give you all the praise and all the glory. These are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We give you all the praise and the glory. The saints are growing. What do you think of these praise reports? They're just awesome to me. Wow. Praise the Lord. Only God can do all these things. Amen. Only God can do all these things. We want to thank the Lord for his goodness to the children of men. Amen. Our God is actually quite wonderful. He's far more wonderful than any of us have ever dreamed or imagined. And sometimes when things are not quite going the way we think they ought to go, you know, we we get a little sidetracked. But, you know, God is great regardless of what else is going on. Amen? He is great and greatly to be praised. So all we need to do is keep that in mind and keep our eyes on him and not on the circumstances, and we will be just fine. Amen? We will be just fine. Amen. I don't know what that was, Lord. Oh, well. Mm. Amen. Praise God. Let me fix this right here right quick. And we'll be ready to do what we do. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You are so faithful. You are so... Amen. There we go. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, all righty. We're about there. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge. If we, if um, if we don't get all the way through the third one. You can read to your heart's desire. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the mysterious company that has been buying up large swaths of land near Travis Air Force Base in Solano County in Northern California has unveiled a new website, (laughs) a new website detailing Plans to build a new metropolitan city. There's something sneaky about this. The Delaware registered firm, Flannery Associates, LLC, spent nearly $1 billion purchasing more than 50,000 acres of land surrounding Travis Air Force Base since 2018, public records show. California Forever is the parent company of Flannery Associates, according to its website. It was founded in 2017 by CEO Jan, whatever his name is, a former Goldman Sachs trader. Goldman Sachs and is backed by billionaires. And is backed by billionaires, including Mark Anderson and Lawrence Laureen Powell Jobs, the widow of Apple co-founder Steve Jobs. Over the past few years, Flannery has purchased over 50,000 acres in Solano County. To date, our company 
has been quiet about our activities. Mm-hmm. Well, that tells you something right there. This has understandably created interest, concern, and speculation, the website states. Now that we're no longer limited by confidentiality, we are eager to begin a conversation about the future of Solano County, a conversation with all of you. The website goes on to state that Solano County, much like, like much of California, faces many challenges but also possesses countless opportunities. Over the past few years, California Forever has completed surveys and interviews with about 2,000 residents of Solano County, located between Sacramento, San Francisco, and Napa Valley, with a population of 450,000, and their voices, according to the company, were clear. Residents want more opportunities to buy homes in safe, walkable communities, good-paying local jobs so that they can both live and work in the county, the website says. Better funding to improve schools, promote public safety, safety, and reduce homelessness, as well as to invest in the infrastructure for transportation, water, and wildlife protection. That is why, according to California Forever, it has raised capital from a string of investors, including Mr. Anderson, Anderson and California investment firm Anderson Horwitz and Miss Jobs, as well as Patrick and John Collison, Chris Dixon, John Doerr, Nat Friedman, Daniel Gross, Reed Hoffman, and Michael Morris to build the community. Those investors share the firm's long-term vision and believe that California's best days are still ahead and are committed to Solano and this project for the long term. The community will include homes, shopping, dining, and schools, all within walkable neighborhoods, as well as solar, including both agriculture and habitat conservation, according to the website. It will also attract new employers, create well-paying local jobs, and lead in environmental stewardship. Mm-hmm. and fuel a growing tax base to serve the county at large. Finally, the project would protect and support Travis Air Force Base, including the respecting Solano County's official Travis Reserve Area, according to the company. The website comes as lawmakers have raised concerns over Flannery Associates, LLC. U.S. Representative Mike Thompson whose district includes Solano County, said he met with two representatives from the company in late August to ask questions about their plan, but that it was clear following the meeting that they don't have a plan, they have a vision. The secrecy under which they operated caused consternation and concern from residents, local, elected officials, and federal agencies. And while they explained their rationale, I do not believe the secrecy was necessary, the lawmaker said in a statement. Solano County is a tight-knit community, and it is going to be a long road for Flannery to restore trust and move forward with their proposed vision. As one of the representatives of Solano County, I want to make sure that a group of Silicon Valley billionaires do not steal 
family farmers' ability to farm their land. The lawsuit accuses the farmers, including Barnes Family Ranch Associates, LLC, and Kirby Hill Associates, LLC, of conspiring to inflate the price of real estate by hundreds of millions of dollars and overcharging the company, allegedly in violation of U.S. antitrust law. Litigation in the case remains ongoing. Mr. Thompson followed his August 29th meeting, citing additional concerns such as national security and food security, noting that a development of the magnitude that are proposed could harm Travis Air Force Base in the long term. They need to make sure that nothing they do harms Travis, puts our national security at risk or disadvantages family farmers, he says. Other lawmakers, including Representative John Garamendi, have raised concerns over the plans claiming some of the families who sold the land to the company did not want but were persuaded with large sums of money. Many of the families, according to Mr. Garmendi, cannot afford legal representation in the ongoing lawsuit. Despite those concerns, California Forever insists the new project is the start of a decades-long collaboration with Solano's residents, elected officials, and agencies, as well as many Solano stakeholders, including Travis Air Force Base, labor, business, agriculture, educators, police, fire, conservation, and many others. This is a project that must not be that must be not just designed with, but also approved by also all Solano residents, the website states. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication. And I rather think, saints, that if the Lord drew me to that particular information, that there's more to it than meets the eye. Adjudications from the righteous judge concerning, a North Carolina education board recently joined around 200 school districts nationwide in filing a lawsuit against leading social media giants, accusing the companies of fueling a youth mental health crisis in the United States. The Charlotte-Mecklenburg Board of Education is the latest to file a suit against Meta, owner of Facebook and Instagram. Google, owner of YouTube, ByteDance, owner of TikTok, and Snap Inc., owner of Snapchat, due to concerns about students' mental health. As WCNC reported Monday, the board filed the lawsuit late last month and is represented by attorney attorney Philip Frederico. He said the goal of the litigation is to convince the companies to change how they operate their businesses, arguing that there is a healthy way to run their platforms that is not addictive. The board filed a lawsuit as it struggles with providing mental health resources to students amid rising rates of depression, anxiety, and suicidal ideation from the Charlotte School Board members The board's decision to make legal action reflects our unwavering commitment to the welfare of our students and to ensure that social media corporations are held responsible for their contribution to the mental health challenges faced by CMS students, the board's chairperson, Elsie Dashu, said. In a Tuesday statement, a spokesperson 
or Meta acknowledged that teen mental health is a complex issue, calling for a greater appreciation of the daily struggles youth face. The spokesperson also noted that reports from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention suggested that several factors, including the aftermath of COVID-19, have impacted young people's mental health. We want to work with schools and academic experts to better understand these issues and how social media can provide teens with support when they need it in a way that acknowledges the full picture, the Meta spokesperson said. A spokesperson for SNAP also said in a Tuesday statement that the company designed its platform, Snapchat, differently from other social media platforms because it was thinking about the well-being of the communities using it. Our app opens directly to a camera rather than a feed of content that encourages passive scrolling and is primarily used to help real friends communicate, the SNAP spokesperson stated. We are in an app that encourages perfection or popularity, and we vet all content before it can reach a large audience, which helps to protect against the promotion and discovery of potentially harmful material. While the spokesperson noted that there is always room for improvement, the SNAP representative said that the company is pleased with its role in helping friends feel connected, informed, happy, and prepared as they face the many challenges of adolescence. In a statement, a Google spokesperson told the outlet that protecting kids across platforms is the core of the company's work. In collaboration with child development specialists, we have built age-appropriate experiences for kids and families on YouTube and provide parents with robust controls, the spokesperson said. The allegations in these complaints are simply not true. ByteDance did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The Charlotte-Mecklenburg Board of Education's 200-page lawsuit cited report social media companies deliberately designed their products to be addicting for students according to the TV. The board also highlighted studies about social media algorithms and how they can potentially influence students' perception of their appearances. This is a problem that has been evolving over the past decade, Federico said, because if you speak with the mental health counselors in these schools and you speak with psychiatrists and psychologists who treat adolescents and children, they will tell you that over the course of the past 10 years, there has been a steady increase in mental health problems, self-image problems, anxiety problems, even suicide, and suicide ideation. And you can see the line tracks very much with the increased use in social media by this same peer group, he concluded. Court documents show that at least four law firms are representing the board, and several of those firms are representing other districts in a multi-district lawsuit filed in March. This lawsuit follows on a growing body of scientific research, including defendants' own internal, previously concealed studies that draws a direct line between defendants' conscious, intentional design choices and the youth mental health crisis gripping our nation, the lawsuit filed in March. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Chat, Chat, and YouTube have rewired how our kids think, feel, and behave. Disconnected likes have been replaced 
have replaced the intimacy of adolescent friendship. Mindless scrolling has displaced the creativity of playing sports. While presented as social, defendants' products have in a myriad of ways promoted disconnection, disassociation, and a legion of resulting mental and physical harm. As nearly 200 school districts have joined the lawsuit, the Wall Street Journal reported in June that the companies have filed a motion to dismiss the case under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which shields social media companies from liability for posts made by users. In March 2022, Nature Communications Journal published a Cambridge University study that noted a link between negative life satisfaction in adolescents and social media use. The study suggested that certain age groups sensitive to social media. A survey last year of 1,055 Generation Z members ages 18 to 24 found out that 42% of people in the adult cohort had been diagnosed with a mental health condition. 70% of survey participants also said that COVID-19 negatively impacted their mental health although many made a connection between their poor mental health and social media. The report found that Gen Z members spend an average of four hours daily on social media. 36% of participants reported that they deleted their social media to protect their mental health, and more than 57% said that they had to take a social media break for their mental health. The debate about social media and its potential harm to teens has existed for quite some time. In recent years, advocates have called on social media companies to improve safeguards to protect youth. In 2021, the Wall Street Journal reported an internal study launched by Meta that found one out of three teenage girls who used Instagram said the platform made them feel worse about their bodies. The leaked study also found that among teens who reported suicidal thoughts, 13% of British users and 6% of American users traced the desire to kill themselves to Instagram. The report spurred a bipartisan U.S. state investigation. Amen. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. This report is designed to help readers think about some big topics how to really prevent pandemics and biological warfare, how to assess proposals by the World Health Organization and its members for preventing and responding to pandemics, and whether we can rely on our health officials to navigate navigate those areas in ways that make sense and will help their population. We start with a history of biological arms control and rapidly move to the COVID pandemic, eventually arriving at plans to protect the future. Traditionally, the weapons of mass destruction have been labeled chemical, biological, radiologic, and nuclear. The people of the world don't want them used on us, or they are cheap ways to kill and maim large numbers of people quickly. And so international treaties were created to try to prevent their development only in the latter treaties and use in all the biological arms 
Control Treaty. First was the Geneva Protocol of 1925, following the use of poison gases and limited biological weapons in World War I, banning the use of biological chemical warfare in war. The United States and many nations signed it, but it took 50 years for the U.S. to ratify it. And during those 50 years, the U.S. asserted it was not bound by the treaty. The United States used both biological and chemical weapons during those 50 years. The U.S. almost certainly used biological weapons in the Korean War and perhaps used both in Vietnam, which experienced an odd outbreak of plague during the war. The use of napalm, white phosphorus, Agent Orange, with its dioxin excipient causing massive numbers of birth defects and other tragedies, and probably other chemical weapons like VZ, a hallucinogen, and incapacitant, led to much pushback, especially since we had signed the Geneva Protocol and we were supposed to be a civilized nation. In 1968 and 69, two important books were published that had a great influence on the American psyche regarding our massive stockpiling and use of these agents. The first book, written by young Seymour Hirsch about the U.S. chemical and biological warfare program and was titled Chemical and Biological Warfare, America's Hidden Arsenal. In 1969, Congressman Richard D. McCarthy, a former newspaperman from Buffalo, New York, wrote the book, The Ultimate Folly, War by Pestilence, Asphyxiation, and Defoliation. About the U.S. production and use of chemical and biological weapons. Professor Matthew Messelin's review of the book noted Our operation, Flying Ranch Hand, has sprayed anti plant chemicals over an area almost the size of the state of Massachusetts. Over 10% of its cropland, Ranch Hand, no longer has much to do with the official justification of preventing ambush. Rather, it has become of a kind of environmental warfare, devastating vast tracts of forest in order to facilitate our aerial recognizance. Our use of super tear gas, is, it is also a powerful lung irritant, has escalated from the originally announced purpose of saving lives in riot control like situations to full-scale combat use of gas artillery shells, gas rockets, and gas bombs to enhance the killing power of conventional high-explosive and flame weapons. Fourteen million pounds have been used thus far, enough to cover all of Vietnam with a field of effective concentration. Many nations, including some of our own allies, have expressed the opinion that this kind of gas warfare violates the Geneva Protocol, a view shared by McCarthy. Amid great pushback over U.S. conduct in Vietnam and seeking to burnish his presidency, President Nixon announced to the world in November 1969 that the United States was going to end its bio-warfare program, but not the chemical program. Following pointed reminders that Nixon had not eschewed the use of toxins, In February 1970, 
Nixon announced we would get rid of our we would also get rid of our toxin weapons also, which included snake, snail, frog, fish, bacterial and fungal toxins that could be used for assassinations and other purposes. It had been claimed that these declarations resulted from careful calculations that the United States was far ahead technically among most other nations in its chemical and nuclear weapons. But biological weapons were considered the poor man's atomic bomb and required much less sophistication to produce. Therefore, the U.S. was not far ahead in the biological weapons arena. By banning this class of weapon, the U.S. would gain strategically. Nixon told the world that the United States would initiate an international treaty to prevent the use of these weapons ever again, and we did so. The 1972 Convention on the Prohibition of Development, Production, and Stockpiling of Bacteriological biological and toxin weapons and on their destruction or biological weapons convention for short was entered into force in 1975. But in 1973, genetic engineering, recombinant DNA was discovered by Americans Herbert Borer and Stanley Cohen, which changed the biological warfare calculus. Now the United States had regained a technological advantage for this type of endeavor. The Biological Weapons Convention established conferences to be held every five years to strengthen the treaty. The expectation was that these would add a method to call for challenge inspections to prevent nations from cheating and would add sanctions or punishments if nations failed to comply with the treaty. However, since the 1990, since 1991, the United States has consistently blocked the addition of protocols that would have an impact on cheating. By now, everyone accepts that cheating occurs and is likely widespread. A leak in an anthrax production facility in the USSR in 1979 caused the death of about 60 people. While the USSR tried a sloppy cover-up, blaming contaminated black market meat, this was a clear BWC violation to all those knowledgeable about anthrax. U.S. experiments with anthrax production during the Clinton administration, detailed by Judith Miller in a book, Germs, were also thought by experts to have transgressed the BWC. It has taken over 40 years, but in 2022, all declared stocks of chemical weapons have been destroyed by the United States by Russia, and by the other 193 member nation signatories. The Chemical Weapons Convention does not include provisions for surprise inspections and sanctions. It is now 2023, and during the 48 years the Biological Weapons Convention has been enforced, the wall it was supposed to build against the development, production, and use of biological weapons has been steadily eroded. Meanwhile, especially since the 2001 anthrax letters, nations with the United States at the forefront have been building up their biodefense and pandemic preparedness capacities. Under the guise of preparing their defenses against biowarfare and pandemics, nations have conducted dual use, both offensive and defensive research and development 
which has led to the creation of more deadly and more transmissible microorganisms. And employing new verbiage to shield this effort from scrutiny, biological warfare research was renamed as, wait for it, gain-of-function research. Gain-of-function is a euphemism for biological warfare research, a.k.a. germ warfare research. It is so risky that funding it was banned by the U.S. government, but only for SARS, coronavirus, and avian flu viruses in 2014 after a public outcry from hundreds of scientists. Then in 2017, doctors Tony Fossey and Francis Collins lifted the moratorium with no real safeguards in place. Fossey and Collins even had to publish their opinion that the risk from this gain-of-function research was worth it. What does gain-of-function actually mean? It means that scientists are able to use a variety of techniques to turn ordinary or pathogenic viruses and bacteria into biological weapons. The research is justified by the claim that scientists can get out ahead of nature and predict what might be a future pandemic threat or what another nation might use as a bioweapon. The functions gained by the viruses or other microorganisms to turn them into biological warfare agents consist of two categories, enhanced transmission or enhanced pathogenic, that means illness severity. Improved transmissibility may result from needing fewer viral or bacterial copies to cause infection. B, causing the generation of higher viral or bacteria titers. C, a new mode of spread such as adding airborne transmission to a virus that previously only spread through bodily fluids. D, expanding range of susceptible organs such as tissue tropism. For example, not only respiratory secretions but also urine or stool might transmit the virus which was found in SARS-CoV-2. Expanded host range, for example, instead of infecting bats, the virus's passage through humanized mice and thus acclimated to the human ACE2 receptor, which was found in SARS-CoV-2. Improved cellular entry, for example, by adding a furin cleavage site, furin cleavage site, which was found in SARS-CoV-2, increased pathogenesis. So instead of causing milder illness, the pathogen would be made to cause severe illness or death using various methods. SARS-CoV-2 had unusual homologies, identical short segments to human tissues and the HBI virus, which may have caused or contributed to the late autoimmune stage of illness impaired immune response, and long COVID. Perhaps the, perhaps the commingling of funding was designed to make it harder for Congress and the public to understand what was being funded and how much taxpayer funding was going to gain a function work, which might lead them to question why it was being done at all, given its prohibition in the Biological Weapons Convention and additional questions about its value. 
former CDC Director Robert Redfield, a physician and virologist, told Congress in March 2023 that gain-of-function research had not resulted in a single beneficial drug, vaccine, or therapeutic to his knowledge. Nonprofits and universities like Echo Health Alliance and its affiliated University of California Davis Veterinary School were used as intermediaries to obscure the fact that U.S. taxpayers were supporting scientists in dozens of foreign countries, including China, for research that included gain-of-function work on coronaviruses. Perhaps to keep the lucrative funding going, fears about pandemics have been deliberately amplified over the past several decades. Federal government has been spending huge sums on pandemic preparedness over the past 20 years, routing it through many federal and state agencies. President Biden's proposed 2024 budget requested $20 billion, B-I-L-L-I-O-N, in mandatory funding across DHHS for pandemic preparedness, while the DHS and DOD, Department of Human Services, I think, and Department of Defense, and the State Department have additional budgets for pandemic preparedness for both domestic and international spending. Although the 20th century experienced only three significant pandemics, the Spanish flu of 1918 through 19 and two influenza pandemics in 1957 and 1968, the mass media have presented us with almost nonstop pandemics during the 21st century. SARS-1 in 2022 to 23, avian flu, 2004 and on, swine flu, 2009, Ebola, 2014, then 2018 through 19, Zika, 2020 through 2023, and and monkeypox, 2022 through 23. And we are incessantly told that more are coming and that they are likely to be worse. We have been assaulted with warnings and threats for over two decades. Excuse me. to induce a deep fear of infectious diseases. It seems to have worked. The genomes of both SARS-CoV-2 and the 2022 monkeypox virus led to suspicion that both are were bioengineered pathogens originating in laboratories. The group of virologists assembled by Drs. Fossey and Farrar identified six unusual probably lab-derived parts of the SARS-CoV-2 genome as early as February 1st, 2020, and more have been suggested subsequently. I do not know if these viruses leaked accidentally or were deliberately released, but I am leaning toward the conclusion that both were deliberately released, and based on the locations where they first appeared, The well-orchestrated but fake videos rolled out by the mass media for COVID and the illogical and harmful official responses to each. Well, I'm going to tell you something. They were deliberately released, okay? Now, I'm going to say something in here that I didn't put up any information for. Um, During the Obama administration, 
the president was informed that some of this kind of stuff was going on, and he took measures to try to stop some of it. However, Doctors Fauci and company chose to circumvent authority. They chose to circumvent authority and do what I just read to you. You know, saints, it's extremely dangerous to circumvent authority. There's a reason for authority to be there. God established human government, and he put authority in place to, for one, protect the populace. They're a guardrail for the populace. So when people have developed these kind of personalities or ideas in their minds that is or around about and circumvent authority, they are developing a very dangerous attitude and behavior in their own lives. Amen? I've said this before. Uh, teens, when your parents try to talk to you and explain things to you, Pay attention and listen to them. Don't tune them out and act like what they're saying is not important. It is. Because circumventing authority can cost you your life. The same is true for young adults. Your your family is trying to talk to you and explain to you that the path you're taking may not be the best one to listen instead of being hot-headed and high-minded. And for older adults, when some form of authority places a certain restriction in order, you ought to honor it. You need to go to God and say, all right, Lord, this is what you want me to do. You ought to honor it. Why? Because it comes from someone, perhaps, that God has put in authority. And that's what the scripture teaches. Amen? Amen. When the policeman says for a reason, usually. In in present times and in past times, depending on the situation, it has not been for good. But usually, it's for the public safety. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So they were deliberately released. It was not an accident, and then they made up lies to try to cover it up. Amen. You may as well know the truth. The Bible says the truth will make you free. Be free. In neither case was the public given accurate information about the infection's severity or treatment, and the responses by Western governments never made scientific sense. Why wouldn't you treat cases early? the way doctors treat everything else. Now, let me tell you something. The first thing that I heard, other than the fact that the government wanted to give shots, which automatically put tons of red flags up for me, was that suddenly, within a very short period of time, we supposedly have a vaccine. Vaccines aren't like that. It takes a good long time to put one of those together. You don't just pop up and have one. Amen? Amen. 
It seems that our governments were trading on the fact that few people knew enough about viruses and therapeutics to make independent assessments about the information they were being fed. Yet by August 2021, there was no corresponding course correction. Instead, the federal government doubled down imposing vaccine mandates on 100 million Americans in September 2021 in spite of the science. There has been no accurate statement yet from any federal agency about the lack of utility of masking for an airborne virus which is probably why the U.S. government and World Health Organization delayed acknowledging airborne spread by COVID for 18 months. The lack of efficacy of social distancing for an airborne virus and the risk and poor efficacy of two dangerous oral drugs purchased by the U.S. government for COVID treatment, even without a doctor's prescription. Never have any acknowledged the truth about the COVID vaccine's safety and efficacy. Instead, the CDC turns definitional and statistical cartwheels so it can continue to claim they are safe and effective. And they're going to try to run this scam on us again. They've already started. Even worse, with all that we know, a third-generation COVID vaccine is to be rolled out for this fall and the FDA has announced that yearly boosters are planned. At some point, saints, we need to stop going for it. At some point, we need to wake up and smell the coffee. All this goes on even a year after we learn, with continuing corroborations that children and working-age adults are dying at rates 25% or more above expected averages, and the vascular side of vaccination are the only reasonable explanation. Both of the two U.S. monkeypox, smallpox vaccines are known to cause myocarditis, as do all three COVID vaccines currently available in the United States. The Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 mRNA vaccines and the Novavax vaccine. The Novavax vaccine was first associated with myocarditis during its clinical trial, but this was downplayed and it was authorized and rolled out anyway. Intended for those who refused the mRNA vaccine due to the use of fetal tissue in their manufacture. Due to the use of fetal tissue in their manufacture. Amen. Here's what the FDA reviewers wrote about the cardiac effects noted in Janano's clinical trials. Up to 18.4% of subjects in two studies developed post-vaccination elevation of troponin, a, a cardiac muscle enzyme signifying cardiac damage. However, all of these troponin Elevations were asymptomatic and without clinically associated without a clinically associated event or other sign of myopericarditis. The applicant has committed to conduct to conduct an observational post market study as part of their routine 
PVP. The sponsor will collect data on cardiac events that occur and are assessed as a routine part of medical care. In other words, while the only way to cause an elevation of this level is to break down cardiac muscles, DA did not require a specific study to evaluate the extent of cardiac damage that might be caused by Janinos when it issued its 2019 license. How frequently does myocarditis occur after vaccine? If you use elevated cardiac enzymes as your marker, uh, ACAM 2000 caused this in one in 30 people receiving it for the first time. If you use other measures like abnormal cardiac MRR echo, according to the CDC, it occurs one in 175 vaccinees. I have not seen a study with rates of myocarditis for that drug, but there was an unspecified elevation of cardiac enzymes in 10% and 18% of those recipients in two unpublished pre-licensure studies available on the FDA website. My guess for the mRNA COVID vaccines is that they cause myocarditis in this general range, the vast majority of which remain undiagnosed and probably asymptomatic. Why would our governments push five separate vaccines, all known to cause myocarditis, on young males who have been extremely low risk from COVID and who simply get a few pimples for one to four weeks from monkeypox unless they are immunosuppressed? It is an important question. It does not make medical sense, especially when the vaccine probably does not work. It did not prevent infection in the monkeys in whom it was tested, nor did it do well in people. And the CDC has failed to publish its trial of that vaccine in the 1,600 Congolese healthcare workers on whom the CDC tested it for efficacy and safety in 2017. The CDC made the mistake of announcing the trial and posting it to chemtrials gov is required, but has not informed its advisory committee that reviewed the vaccine nor the public of the trial's results. There can be no question about it. Our health agencies are guilty of malfeasance, misrepresentation, and deliberate infliction of harm on their own population. The health agencies first incited terror with apocalyptic predictions, then demanded patients to be medically neglected and finally enforced vaccinations and treatments that were tantamount authorities could have just been ignorant. That could possibly explain the first few months of the COVID vaccines rollout. But once they figured out and even announced in August 2021 that the vaccines did not prevent catching COVID or transmitting it, why did our health authorities still push COVID vaccines on low-risk populations who were clearly a greater risk for them from a vaccine side effect than from COVID. Okay, Saints, I'm going to stop here, and you're going to have to read. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. So you see, that's how life rolls out. Cannot believe CNN or a lot of the others with what they say. In fact, I stopped listening to them a long time ago. 
Brother Marshall. Praise We're the ready. Lord. I think you said, Lord, in the beginning of James, consider it all joy when you fall into various trials and temptations. <laughs> I, I wonder if Esther thought that way when she had to pray and fast with her maidens and all those in the city there. When she was told her people were going to be wiped out by the government, <clears throat> her own husband <clears throat> had been duped, had been duped by um, his right-hand man that he gave his ring to, Mordecai. So, Father God, how did she feel about that? Was she concerning it all joy? <laughs> she didn't have the New Testament to look to, but we do, and we thank you, Lord, for your word that's forever settled in heaven. You know, heaven and earth is going to pass away. It's like an old pair of clothing. You know, I've had some clothes I've had for like 40-plus years, maybe a lot longer, and they're getting a little threadbare. So you said you're going to change everything, Lord. So that's okay. It's okay. But guess what? When we were baptized, what did we do? Oh, we went down to the waters of baptism. What does that symbolize? Oh, we were crucified with Christ. Galatians 2.24, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet. Not I. But Christ liveth in me. Who's living in me? The Messiah. Who's the Messiah? The anointed one. Oh, who's the anointed one? How God anointed Jesus. We just heard Serena read it. Pastor Serena read it tonight in, um, where is it? in, uh, in Acts 10, around verse 38 or something. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And Lord, Heavenly Father, you were in Jesus reconciling the world unto yourself because you knew all of our hearts, my heart big time. <laughs> Even when I was volunteering as a paramedic, I wasn't very brave and courageous. No, I wasn't. I was more concerned about myself. So, Father God, please forgive me and forgive us all and all of our ancestors and those that can repent, Father God, those in authority that can repent. Maybe Donald Trump was duped by the Fauci and the like. I don't know. He, he claimed to be a great leader pushing the, uh, what did he call it, the... The, the, the big one to rush it through. I uh, forget the term they use right now. But, Father God, we know that was just a, a trap for him because they made him put his, his, his signature on it. But he didn't know. He's not a scientist. And it's taken all these years for all these different truth seekers to try and search out the answers. And I thank you for that, that, that the saint who went before. Well, he's, I don't know if he's still around or not. But, Father God, he died in 1979, but he came back. And, and he said that, 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 that God comes to reveal things to us so we can make plans accordingly. And we thank you for saying the Holy Ghost, Father, even to show us things that are going to happen before they happen. I think you talk about that over there in, in, uh, in John chapter 16. Isn't that where that is? And we thank you, Lord. You haven't left us as orphans. No, the Holy Ghost is with us. Jesus is, I'll never leave you nor forsake us. You may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Oh, there it is. It's in, in John 16, 13. Jesus speaking. Happy when he, the spirit of truth, that's, that's the opposite of the, the spirit of lying that we've heard from other places. Happy when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, the Holy Ghost is listening, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. I think Sabrina is uh, pretty close here. I've heard it from many other sources as well. And we thank you for the truth seekers that have pressed in. That Jewish doctor that was in upstate New York who said, what do I do, Lord? I don't know what to do. He asked God what to do, the creator God. He, 
He didn't used to be religious, but he, he came into a relationship with the creator God of Judaism. Not all Jewish people are really Jewish. But this guy apparently did because he heard from the Lord. And he said, oh, what, what do we need to do? We need to do things like uh, hydrochlor, was it HCQ, hydrochloros, whatever it is. Um, and with zinc and D3 and things like that would really help people. They don't need to go to the hospital, especially to be put on a ventilator and be given something that actually causes more harm than good. So, Father God, that was something the Holy Ghost told him to do. And I'm actually dumbfounded that he heard from the Lord, but apparently he did. Because I said, we can only come to the Father through Jesus. Well, maybe he knows Jesus in a way that we don't know. We'd better not be judged. God has no respect to persons. He doesn't just love Gentiles. He loves Jewish people, too. That, that goes both ways. God has no respect to persons. I mean, did an excellent job of sharing that tonight. And, and really, we're all of one blood. And we're made in the image of God. In the image of God made he man. Male and female made, made he them. So we thank you, Father God, for hearing our prayers. For Christ's sake, thank you, Jesus, for ever living and making intercession for us. You have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. That they were trying to push from CNN. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, because of the blood of the covenant, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Ask, and you shall receive that your joy may be full. So what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? I'll take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. It says, whosoever, we're all whosoever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be delivered, shall be, the word therefore saved is saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made all. And we thank you for people like Dr. Brian Artis, who has a new thing starting with introductions tomorrow night called Ages, something about Ages. Um, anyway, he has a, he's a thing, but he's trying to get together with three other uh, naturopaths. He's a uh, chiropractor, retired chiropractor, but he's been shown a lot of things by the Lord. And so have some of these other uh, doctors have been shown a lot of things by Dr. Lee Merritt. And we thank you for those people, Father God. And they all they claim to be Christians. Dr. Artis, uh, he grew up, he came out of a Mormon family, but he came to faith in the real Lord Jesus, apparently. Although he sounds like he's still motivated by anger and wanting to get revenge. That's not a good thing to do. No, vengeance is mine. I will repay. So, so Lord, help Dr. Brian Artis. I think he's doing a great work in many areas, but he's just a human being just like the rest of us. And we better not be taking vengeance on ourselves. Well, I'm going to get even with this Fauci guy. What did he do? He tricked Trump. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Well, maybe he did have part to do with it. I don't know. Maybe Trump. I don't know. I just don't know. But you know everything, Father. He said, it's better to trust in the Lord than by confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than by confidence in princes, it says in, um, in the middle of Psalm 118, around verses 8 and 9. So, well, Lord, we put our confidence in you. We don't put our confidence in the WHO. We don't put our confidence in the CDC or this so-called current uh, regime, whether they're legally there or not, whether you want them to be there or not. I don't know. I don't know, but, but the, the book of Revelation is written with very, very clear about what you're planning to, to allow the enemy to do, <clears throat> to offer people the opportunity to bow down and worship an idol, kind of the, or else, to get, this, get their little uh, mark of the hand or the forehead or somewhere. Father God, that's really clear. It's, it's over there in Revelation. So it's not like you don't know what's going on. You know everything that's going on <clears throat> better than... Dr. Merritt or Dr. Artis or any of these, but some of these people had insights. And Dr. Artis had amazing insights that he, Dr. Sabrina just read about the ACE inhibitor thing. And apparently that's the thing 
that these the word virus also means venom, by the way. Anything that's a venom, and they can make artificial venoms. That's how a lot of these, like blood pressure medicines, are made from things. That some of these uh, snakes or, or the poisonous snails or whatever, they can cause people's blood pressure to go down. So they say, oh, we'll just make this artificially in the lab, and it can control people. So a lot have been using. They've been using all these things derived from things in nature. That's how they get a lot of their medicines. Even dig was done, you know, digoxin was, it was derived from stuff from nature. So that's how the pharmacists did. The pharmacia, sorcery, and witchcraft, that's how they do it. And it is witchcraft. It really is. That's what it says in Galatians 5. So all the witchcraft spirits sent against us, we return them to the spirits sent them. Due to those, because our battle is not against human beings, again, not against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. All the witchcraft spirits coming from the pharmaceutical industry, from the, uh, from the witches gathering the full moons and all the rest of it, of all the warlocks returning, sevenfold his spirits descend. Do those spirits intend to do thus? Friend on our neighbors, sevenfold into their bosom, they reproach, wherever they reproach thee, O Lord, even as written in, um, in your word that's forever settled in heaven. And you said that we can decree these things, Father God, as joined us with Christ, and we do in Jesus' name, even according to your word. And you were supposed to be joyful. Because what did he do? He said, The kingdom of God is within. What is the kingdom of God? Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost. He would anoint him with the oil of gladness above his fellows. He was hanging on that tree for the joy set before him. What's the joy? His bride. <clears throat> He's the knight in shining armor. We've heard all those stories, fairy tale stories. But Jesus is the real knight in shining armor. He came in the glory of his Father to deliver us. And he, Father God restored the glory he had with him from before the foundation of the world. <clears throat> Father God's keeping us by the power of his name. Jesus, just like Jesus said, Father, I'm no more in the world but these in the world. Keep to thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. And we're all one blood. We drink in that one blood. Jesus has the power of an endless life. So when we reckon ourselves dead to ungodly fear, dead to taking anxious thought, and yes, I die daily. I cast my cares on the Lord every day. I do the thing in First Peter 5, 5. Casting all my cares upon him because he cares for me because I can't save myself. No, Jesus is the Savior. There's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. No, I mean, Dr. Artist does an okay job. Dr. Merrick does an okay job. Trump did the best he could, I think. I don't know for sure. But, Father God, you know everyone's heart, and I don't even really know my own heart. It says you're the only one who knows everyone's heart. So, Father God, for those people whose hearts that can be reached, Father God, just like you reached the Jewish people in Acts chapter where was it? The Gentile people, I mean, in, in, uh, in Acts chapter 15, thought about that book, that you would give the Holy Ghost to them because you purify their hearts by faith. Purify all of our hearts by faith in your holy, 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 holy blood. We put that blood over each one of us, every door, every window, every access to each one of us, every eye, every ear, every nose, every mind, every heart, every hypothalamus. And Father God, you said in your word, in the last days people's hearts will fail them for fear. I think that's over in Luke somewhere, maybe chapter 21. And if, and if Father God, why do people death the job if it doesn't protect them? <clears throat> why were they forcing that on people? Why are people in, is it idolatry to obey a medical establishment for people who are supposed to be Christians? I heard a story many years ago about a sincere uh, Christian family in New Mexico and they had a daughter who was not sexually promiscuous. Maybe some of our family members would help them deliver those that can be delivered, Father. <clears throat> but she was forced to take the HPV vaccine, and she became almost uh, deadly sick from it. 
the vaccine. And, and the Lord spoke to the father and said, why did you allow your daughter to get that vaccine? You know she didn't need it. That was idolatry. He repented. And the Lord showed him a man who had great faith, who, who prayed for him, laid his hands on him. And that daughter was completely healed. She was on oxygen. She got completely delivered. So, Father God, you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. And we ask you to do so. And we give you praise and honor and glory. And you said, Lord, in your word, in at the end of the Gospel of Mark, and it's really true, and I've heard examples of this actually happening. It's in Scripture, too. Remember how was, Paul was bitten by a serpent? He cast it off in the fire after the shipwreck. And, and he didn't. The, the, the islanders thought, oh, this guy must have been a real crook. God's going to get even with him. Vengeance is going to suck, going to get even with him because he must have been a murderer, a terrible person. But he just shook it off in the fire. He suffered no harm. I guess his arm didn't even swell up or wherever he was bitten. And, and he didn't die. And he got to pray for the, 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 uh, the father of, of the guy who was running the island or whatever, who was healed of a bloody flux. So, Father God, he, he, you used him powerfully. But, but what does it say over there in Mark 16, 17 and following? These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. His name is written in blood. That's what happens. You're having communion. It's on your lips. It's in your heart. It's quote about that in your mouth and in your heart. That if thou come up that these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, Jesus speaking, they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents. If they drink or even take any deadly thing, it shall, you don't go out of your way to get deadly things. You don't put your, your mouth around the tailpipe of a bus, do you? They, do, if, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And we heard the story Pat Holiday told about the man who helped, uh, I forget what his name is, Vineyard or something, who, who um, a great man of God, and, and some, some people were in the church he was at and took him out to lunch or dinner or whatever after a church service pretending to be Christians, but they were witches. And they put a, like, arsenic or something worse in whatever he was having, a, like a, a, ten times the normal dose to kill a human being in seconds, and it didn't bother him at all. But we know these things that they're putting out are actually, according to Dr. Artis, they're actually venoms from these artificially created things, snail things and different things, the cobra venom, crate venom, venom. But all these things, are, they, they duplicate it. And, and the people in, in um, where was it, in Italy, they examined the poop and the urine from people who had COVID, and they found out they had the same stuff in them. They're found in the, in the snails. I mean, it's actually all in the literature. So Father God, he found, and he found out, guess what? It, it, they pretended it wasn't so. But the people in France that were smokers, they didn't get much COVID, uh, hardly at all. And, and they went, what was that? Oh, because th there's a nicotine, the nicotinic receptor or something. And it, it's, it's, um, if people, people shouldn't smoke, but if people would take like a, a nicotine patch, and he said, you can get the little 21 milligram patches and cut them in, in thirds. You have like seven milligrams, just have one on. He said he and his wife do it just as a precaution. And it says it's stronger, much stronger than the, whatever's in the, however people are supposed to get this thing, whether it's by contact, whether it's, I don't think it's, it's through the air, but whatever. Uh, it said it will protect people. And apparently it's reversed all these symptoms. And he even said, my